Hello? Hey, is it working? Oh my god, it worked. Thank god. Uh, okay. Okay, so this is the first episode. Episode Uno. Of the news of a Diamond with I'm Leon me. and Joseph. How is uh how are you guys doing today? Howdy. Okay. Howdy, so, howdy. Fifteen trillion tries later. Woohoo. So first up. Mookie Betts. That trade's still not even confirmed. <laughs> it's not, and it's making me so upset. I finally thought Friedman would do something. And Which then he it's did, not and I mean, happening. don't get him wrong. I mean, he did do something, but it just... And then the Red Sox said to go. It doesn't seem like it's a Dodgers issue. It seems like it's a Twins issue. Yes, because Bruce Gratterall. The Twins and a Red Sox issue, because Bruce Gratterall has two of Honestly, I am, I am uh, very, very, you know, confident that the trade will go through. I yeah, just well, think that... I'm almost sure it'll go through. But... I mean, same, you know, there was stuff that Bob Nightingale was saying it was over, but you know, you know how trustworthy he is. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not believing anything I see until it's either from like Heyman or like Rosenthal. Mm-hmm. Because those are the two guys that I trust the most. Like my dog. Rosenthal and Jeff Passan for myself. Yeah, Jeff Passan, that's true. Tweets like, uh, it should be going through like really soon. But we all know Bob Nightingale isn't, you know, the most trustworthy. Yeah. And the thing He's is, saying goes, that... and the thing of it is that if, um, if it goes through, then the Peterson trade will go through, which will send. Peterson and Stripling to the Angels for yeah. Renhifo and two other unnamed prospects. And, like, some prospects that they still haven't released yet. And As- for the time being, for now, um, Peterson just lost his arbitration hearing today, so he'll be getting seven and three-fourth million a year. I am high. Yeah, I mean, I feel like at this point, I was talking to Anthony about it, but I'm just, like, just – Give him whatever at this point. They're so close. Just give him Jeter Downs, Josiah Gray, whatever. Just give it to him. Yeah, well, no, nah, the trade, the trade's going to go through. We'll just see what happens there. It's just getting kind of frustrating. Like, I just want it to be over. I just want it to be done with. If it get and if it's done with, then trade goes through, everything works, everybody's happy. Yeah, but they were just so close to not having to give up a top prospect. I I don't know what happened there. They were just so close, and then they realized, wait, what? They they were this close to highway robbery, and then it just did not happen. Yeah, they got completely robbed. I agree with that one. I mean, it would suck to lose Verdugo. I was seeing stuff that was saying. If the trade ends up getting vetoed and doesn't happen, then that would like create tension or stuff like between... that would create I uh, a hey, Alex Rodriguez too. To be honest, that would create exactly what happened to uh, Rodriguez. Yeah. He's gonna sign with the uh, the Red Sox, then the MOBPA. Like, uh-huh. I, like I, I don't even know what happened. It just felt like they didn't want to go through for I think a money reason, and then he ended up signing with the Yankees. You're you know, probably and that the only could still happen. I mean, the Rodriguez trade is that 
And all four, I it was confirmed. I imagine us being a fans of the teams that we are, all three of us would be happy if this trade went through. Because the Angels would be getting fans going to get the benefit with the Red Sox. Because they would be they would face their arch rival without their MVP. It's on the Angels. Even if the best trade gets vetoed, Pearson is an angel. Cause that, cause the Pearson trade has nothing to do with the, with the. Two. That's what I was telling my dad. I was like, if it falls through, they'll just give him for nothing. Exactly. But he was saying it's kind of entirely dependent on the best trade, which I don't know. No, that's not gonna happen. Cause the Jock Pearson trade is a totally different trade. Yeah, so it wasn't related to. No matter what, he's an angel. And so, he will be an angel, and it's not going to really change. You know, I just, I don't know. I think, I think Mookie Betts and not only Betts, but David Price, like it just depends on how Price does this year. Honestly, I, I think David Price is the more important piece of this trade because of the pitching. Yeah, I, and and I totally agree with that because if they, because David Price going to the Dodgers, I almost. Feel like that's gonna replace some reuse spot. Yeah, exactly. So if Price, it it, it depends on how Price do, does. Honestly, I think there's a lot of pressure on his back. If Price does good this season, I think the Dodgers will be a World Series contender. But I think honestly, good, forget I, that. I, They'll I, be World Series winners. I think everyone is kind of looking past Price. I think everyone is focusing on Price as just the guy that they're dumping off for salary. But if he performs, he can be a Cy Young caliber. Oh, yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah, because the thing about David Price is that he's had all these years where he's, like, on and off and on and Uh off. Like, when he was on the Rays, he was really good. He goes to the Tigers and he's meh. goes to the Blue Jays, he was good until the playoffs came. And then he goes to the Red Sox, he's been on and off there. But I remember hot take. I think the Rays edition of David Price will return. I, I saw this stat one time that really made me laugh, and it was a tie. It was a thing with the Tigers, and it showed their starting rotation from like six or seven years ago or whatever, and like all five in that starting rotation are now like World Series champions with other yep. teams. Yep, that was Scherzer, Scherzer, Verlander, Price. Anibal Sanchez. Rick Porcello and um Porcello. Porcello. And who wait, who are we missing? Uh, that was five, I think. Yeah, that's five. Okay. Okay, right. so keeping it keeping it in the AL East, we got Anthony's very own James Paxton. Who ended up is gonna lose three to four months. Which is hard for the Yankees, although it kind of does open the door up for Yankee prospect Yevi Garcia. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's though, true. I have to disagree with a hard loss. Honestly, I don't think it's a hard loss at all. I think this would get kind of sucks. I Paxton, he, he's a good pitcher. He found himself at the end of 2019. Yeah, he started to finally utilize a curveball to his repertoire a little more, which kept hitters off balance a ton. But I think this, as Joe said, opens the door to um, pitchers like Michael King, Debbie Garcia, Jordan Montgomery. Uh huh. Um, you know, like those guys. You know, it's just and, I just, and everything to be held off until Domingo Herman comes back. 
This rotation is nasty. It's one of the best. You know who I also think that they could have really used right now? Is the main piece of the Paxton trade, the man, the myth, the legend, Justice Sheffield? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Justice Sheffield has, he's actually done something for the Mariners. Just the Mariners aren't really talked about right now. That's true. You think, like, the Yankees, the Yankees pitching prospects are weird. They're they're weird. Like, you look at a guy like the the number one prospect for the Yankees a few years ago. I think it was like twenty fourteen. Manny Benuelos. That dude was overhyped. Like, obviously, who the heck is that? Overhyped. Exactly. He's on the Braves now. I think he's on the Braves. But yeah. no one talks about him. No one knows. No, who but he the is. thing about Manny Benuelos is that he came up to the majors and couldn't. He really couldn't find it. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Jumping levels is really hard in baseball, but mm-hmm. but now it's but now he's just a no name pretty much. And then you got Sheffield, who so far looks like he's going to be in a very average pitcher in the MLB. But mm-hmm. but then you look at a guy like Batances, who is also a number one pitching prospect for the Yankees. Batances was a number one pitching prospect. Yes, he was. Yeah. He was really good in my opinion. He came up and he looks like a guy who will go 17, 18 years in the MLB, being one of the best relievers, in my opinion. He's going to be a best reliever. Yeah, in the bullpen, he's a stud. Maybe, maybe even one of the, of the all time closer, you know, because he, he has the stuff, you know. He's, 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 yeah. From he definitely has the stuff between fastball and his um, off speed, between knuckle curves and whatever. So is that a dark horse? But another thing about the is that his injuries over this year and last year have really got to two thirds of an inning in 2019. So you know, but then at the same time, going back to Paxton, this might be a blessing in disguise. Maybe this is good for Paxton to come back maybe in May, June, July. Mm -hmm. You know, come back, maybe struggle a little bit, find himself in like August, September, going into the postseason, which I I am sure, very sure that my Yankees will make it back to the postseason and make it back to the World Series. And it's been going, going into the postseason, like, in a groove. In a, in a groove, exactly. Um, and then, again, once your mom comes back, I think our, our rotation might be the best in baseball. Not not like a one-two punch, which we do have Cole and Severino, which is a very solid, not the best, but a solid one-two punch. But then we go back to number three, Paxson, number four, Tanaka, and number five, Yaman. Like, you don't want to face any of those guys when you play them. And unfortunately, you're going to have the to. The only guy you might want to face is Herman, and Herman isn't even that bad of a guy. And you, the, the thing about Herman is that I think at one point in the season, I think like July and August, he had the most wins. Oh, yeah. And you could go back to saying, oh, his ERA was a bad. The only reason why his ERA was bad is because he had maybe two, three games where he got rocked, where he, he gave up eight, nine runs in two innings. But that was like what it was. That was like what it was with Ryu. Ryu at the beginning of the season, he had like a 2.1 ERA. That makes but he also, a sub two ERA. But he also had like a, he had like a, he gave up like eight runs in like four innings at freaking Coors Field. Uh, yeah, that's one of the downfalls in ERA in the National League West, though. Because Coors Field is really a, a bottle buster on ELA. I hate Coors Field so much. ELA, ERA. <laughs> and with um, and with the Nationals, or Nationals, 
Rockies lineup, why I think Nationals don't act. But with the Rockies lineup now with um, Arenado's story, and I mean, even David Dahl's coming up and he's actually doing decent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes there's just some parts in that Rocky lineup that you do not want to face. Even I'm happy that Mark Trevor Reynolds Story. Back there, Mark Reynolds connects. It's going a long way. I'm happy that Trevor Story is finally, like, getting recognition. Just like Anthony Rendon. Because, like, as a lifelong fan of a team in the NL West, they faced the Rockies a lot. And Trevor Story would always mash. And it was like, no one is talking about this guy. All right. Well, time to change the statement off the Rockies. Let's move on to um, something that was actually announced today. Ron Renneke. Staying in the right now, he's going to manage the Red Sox for 2020. As of right now, it is unofficial, not confirmed yet by the Red Sox or anything like that. However, we have there are several sources, multiple reports, reports about it that Ron Renneke is going to be promoted from bench coach to manager in 2020. Guys, what do you think about that? I think. I mean. <laughs> I think I I think he's gonna be a a, a good manager. Honestly, I think uh a, a, a you can correct me if I'm wrong or look it up if you want to. I think he was the manager of the Brewers when they had that, that like three four year run where they made the postseason. Yeah, um, that is correct. Actually, I think I I think he's gonna be a good manager. Um, as a Yankee fan, I hate every manager who manages for the Red Sox. Uh, I hated Bobby Valentine. I hated John Farrell. I John I, I I hated the crap out of Cora. That's the worst one. I hated Cora. <laughs> I would agree with that. I'd agree with that. Um. So I mean, you know, having a new Red Sox manager in Renicky, you know, I I'm probably gonna hate him because he's a Red Sox manager. I don't like him. You gotta respect him. You know, I just. I don't know. It just depends on what he does. You know, obviously without having Mookie Betts and David Price and then having a um uh, a guy like Chris Sale, which he isn't the best um clubhouse guy to have. Um and had a rough season last year. He sucked in twenty nineteen. Yeah, um he's gonna have yeah, to he was that. and then he found I himself towards the end of the year. I think the Red Sox Red Sox are gonna have are not are gonna be maybe one of the worst teams in baseball next year. Um, no, they don't have I don't Rob think Cor- they're going to be one of the worst teams. I disagree with that. I think they'll be mediocre. Maybe like 78, 79 wins, but nothing like into the 60s range. Because like, they don't have a hold anymore. Brock Cole is a free agent. He's probably going to sign somewhere else. I can't see him signing back with the Red Sox. But they do you really to- think he was that – do you think they're going to go from World Series contender to bottom of the basement in two years because they lost Brock Holt? No, the big name is Mookie Betts. And speaking of um, speaking of all these outfielders, I know this is completely going off the script. Hunter Pence just signed with the Giants. I saw that. I know, but um, uh, David Price was a big part in their 2018 World Series run. He did good in that postseason. Um, Mookie Betts. The thing about David Price was that he had a bad history before coming into that whole mess of stuff. Like, but now, he, look where he is now. I mean, seriously. You know who came from the Red Sox? And he started off horrible, and then he picked it up, was Joe Kelly. 
Yeah, and the thing about Joe Kelly, the lovable SoCal native, um, he lives near here. I know. Yeah. He, he lives like in Rancho. He trained where uh, um, me and Joe uh, work out. Uh, he trains there. Did you know that? Um, okay, let's go back to the players? podcast. Um, Sorry, my bad. <laughs> um, but I was saying, bets is gone. Price is gone. Sale, I can't see him having a comeback year. The thing about Devers, I cannot, I can't see Devers having the season he had last year. He you think of, he was a one-hit nah, wonder? Yeah, one I'd agree with that one. He was one of the more underrated guys last year. I can't see him having the same year. What about a, like a guy like Devers and a guy like a guy like let's say Urshela? Urshela was clutch. Devers wasn't. He had that one home run versus Chapman back in 2016. It's just I I don't know I can't see him ha- I can't see him batting three hundred again with like thirty home runs like, I just can't see it happening. The thing about what I the thing about Devers is that he put up a good year. It was that the thing is I think where he was hitting last year compared to where he was hitting beforehand, like in whenever it was. I mean, if it was last last year, I mean last year he was consistently hitting in the two to the three to the four hole. But years prior, he was hitting five hole, six hole, and all that. That's and he got more RBI champs, and that's in my opinion why he got a hundred RBI. What about um, Xander Bogarts? Do you think he's gonna have a repeat season? I was gonna, yeah, uh, uh, go to Bogarts is gonna be good. I think. I think. I think Bogarts. Bogarts is is stuff. I'd agree. I I I think he's he's a solid ball player. You know him, Ben Tendy. I think he's solid. I think Bradley Jr. is gonna have an okay year, and again, I I can't see the Red Sox getting past the seventy win mark. I just w- w- with their pitching, I mean, who else is in their rotation un- other than uh, Sale? Ooh, did um, I name someone else in their rotation? Besides Sale, maybe Eduardo Rodriguez, and that's it. I didn't even think about him. He's good. He's not good. Like I can't name a guy other than Sale who's actually good in the whole pitching depth. Even the bullpen. Like, it's just – I, I can't, mean, pitching in the bullpen, they've got Brandon Workman and Matt Barnes. Besides that, they got nothing. I think Barnes is overrated. I think, I think people are, are, are hyping him up too much. He's he's very decent. Workman is just, you know, average pitcher. You know, I think I think Workman is, is like a guy that Sheffield is going to end up being. You know, he's, he's – he's, Yeah. You know, so – you know, I just can't see them passing the seventy win mark. You know, I think it's not gonna. I think they're gonna be like fourth in the AL East. I think it's gonna be yeah. Yankees, Rays, um, Blue Jays, Red Sox. Blue Jays have had a, a monster off season. Yeah, I, I think. Plus, they have Bo Bichette, Vladdy Jr., and they've got all these guys coming up. And Kevin Biggio, Guerrero, and Kevin Biggio. Yeah, and and they got the revamp to the pitching they needed to do. I was gonna say, don't be shocked if the Jays make a run for the playoffs next year. I can't see it. I can't see it with with again. The, I can't either. I don't think they're quite there yet. I don't think they're there. There, you know. I think they're. I think they're, are they going to be there either next year or the year after that? And uh-huh. then we got off season signings. I, I, correct me if I'm wrong. I think Scherzer is a free agent after this year. I think. Oh, is he? I'm I not. I believe he is. Yeah. Right. No, you're right. Or it's the year after that, but I think if they can sign like a guy like Alex Scherzer, who Scherzer isn't that old, he's like in his like what low to mid thirties. I think yeah, no, he's thirty six. 
Oh, damn. He's – damn. I mean, wow. He's like oh, 35, 36 years old, but he's so good. Yeah, he's he's good. It, it seems he like still has lethal stuff. Him. So, you know, it, I think he's going to be a guy to look out for. I mean, I don't know. I think I think the other uh, Blue Jays are, are going to get there soon. soon. But, you know. I was going to say, yeah, give the Blue Jays, like, a couple of years, and they're going to be there. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. Okay, All so right. next was the statements made recently by Pete Rose and Hank Aaron, two of the game's greats. Did you see what they said? Uh, <coughs> I know Pete. <coughs> I know Pete Rose. Try to get back. Yeah. He appealed, talking about how it was totally like disproportionate and whatever. And then, did you see the stuff Hank Aaron said? Uh, I think I he said that the that Hank Aaron who came out and said everyone who was involved should be banned for life. Yes. Okay. Never mind. I did see that. I agree. One one thousand percent. I agree because this is worse because, than any other thing in baseball, and I cannot believe. Absolutely. Honestly, I think the Robin reason why MLB is just lost its integrity. I think he knows. He knows. I mean, I highly doubt. Like he doesn't know buzzers and all that. Like, like I'm sure he's buzzing. I think it's totally bogus. So for a while, I was like, yeah, I don't think Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. But this, like, in proportion to that, has really made me realize, like, yeah, that's all that they got. But yeah, Pete Rose should be in. Are you kidding me? I was mm-hmm. gonna say, there's gotta, in my opinion. I know there's got there's got to be players that at least at least end it. The fact that none of them were suspended, I mean, and it's it's They're hard not to suspend the players because, I mean, seeing what MLB is up to, and they're not going to ban players because in the ML in MLB rules, it's the rule actually states you can only get banned for betting on your team or the other team or that. It's and hard. Because I mean, as much as Rose did that, and then the whole 1919 West Candle thing, dude, you've got to free Rose, get some Astros players what they deserve. Because if, if you're saying that some of these players aren't going to get suspended, even though they knew what was going on, that, that's unacceptable. I'm sorry, Rob Manfred, but that's unacceptable. Yeah, I mean, if you, it's hard because. If you were to suspend the players now, what if they're like Marwin Gonzalez? Like, are you going to punish the Twins by suspending Marwin Gonzalez? And like, it it already affected all those teams that had to fire or like part ways with their managers. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. like, it's it's and tough. For because like I, I watched a video by answer you guys had too by baseball bitch about the Astros whole uh, scandal. Um, I think I think there's a part where he says that like. Even though that they cheated, it wouldn't have like mattered that much because everyone turned into a beast that that year. And he mm-hmm. he mentioned Jake Marisnik, how he was a totally different player. And how do you think he like they no dirt Sherlock he was a different player? He used the he used the trash games. He was the guy who used the most bangs that season. If you guys did, uh-huh. he was the guy yep. who used you, the most. If you bangs. look at the stats, I think it was like Springer actually that had the highest like percentage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, McCann. 
Was it McCann? McCann over the playoffs, he hit like 300 at home and didn't even like hit not even 100 at home. Uh, yeah, I saw that he hit like 300 on the road and it was like no, he not even 100 at home. Oh, like 30 something on the road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I was gonna say, though, all the evidence is there for the Astros cheating, but dude, Rose, I mean, I'm sorry, but if you're gonna let cheating out of. I was I mean, that's probably going to be one of Rose's biggest regrets of being a manager. But, dude, get Rose in the Hall of Fame now. I think it's time. Put him in. If they don't put him in, I think what MLB is going to do is once Rose dies, they're going to put him into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. That's That's what I think will happen. And I think they'll do the exact same thing with Bonds and Clemens if they put him in the next two years. I just think. I think the the thing with um Rose is that like I mean I don't know how exactly true this was. He said yeah. it, in, it in his book, but he said that he bet for his own team. Now that Hank it. Oh, Pete Rose. Yeah, Pete Rose. You still can't yeah. do that. You still can't do that because you're making extra money than what your salary says, and that's illegal not only for baseball, but for the U.S. Like you can't really. I mean, like. Obviously, there's betting and all that, but it's betting like, is allowed. But yeah, yeah, I think for a professional sport like like baseball, which back then was America's pastime, you know, not not so much now, yeah. but back it was the like, sport in the yeah, United States. It was, it was the football of of sports that uh back then everyone watched baseball, so it's just you know. He bet for his own team, which is still bad, but it's not like the, it. It's not like he blew games on purpose for the other team to win because he bet on the other team. Like he bet on himself. Exactly. That's not. It's like it's stupid because he put money on his own team, knowing that he might lose the money. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Yeah. And the thing, and another big thing that most people don't see about the um the Astros cheating scandal. The thing is, the people that go in, the players that go into Minute Maid Park, and one of my favorite stories to talk about this is Chris Medwin. Freddie Freeman would talk about this. Oh, Chris I Medwin saw that story. Seven runs in two innings, he lost his job. Now, that is worth of being banned and suspended. Because if you're costing people to have food on their dinner table every night, that's, that's horrible. That's inexcusable. Now... That's, I mean, that's unbelievable. No, the 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 thing about that is that that was in 2018. He get that was in 2018. That was in 2017. I, mm, I think I saw it was 2018. I think I saw it was 2017. But I mean, they hadn't been caught yet, so how do you know they didn't use it then? That, n- nonetheless, I mean, they did do investigations on 2018, 2019. They couldn't find anything, buzzes or something. Yeah, they didn't find any kind of cheating with you know the um what's it called. You know, anything. So, yeah. Um, back to the P. Rose thing. It's just, um, I just, he should be back. You know, he should be unbanned. From yes. Baseball. You know, it's just dumb how he's he's not in the Hall of Fame. Um, because he's arguably the best, um, non-power hitting hitter in all of baseball. He has like fifteen trillion hits and no steroids. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. 4,200 yeah. 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, hits. No Roy. Okay. Is somehow not in the Hall of Fame. So, next up, 
Next up is and our final topic. Our teams. So how about everyone starting with Joe, then Anthony, then me, go around and say our teams, and then we can do like predictions and how we think everyone will turn out and stuff. Um, my team is the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, one <laughs> home to the greatest player of this generation that everybody knows, Mike Trout, one of the I think the Angels are actually going to have a pretty good year this year. They got a big bolster of their lineup in Anthony Rendon for third base. And they basically changed half of the team on hitting. They also got and zero pitching. Solid, and they added some decent arms that can eat innings like Tehran and Bundy. And in the bullpen, it's not even that bad. The reason why is because our bullpen got overused last year. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there's got to be something that would happen. But, no, if you're wondering what I think the Angels will do this year, um, I say they're probably going to win right around that 85 to 90 games. But with all the healthy competition in the AL, I think they're going to make the playoffs. Joe, you make no sense, Joe. A few years ago with Zach Kozart <laughs> and Ian Kinsler, you said 94. And now they added starting pitching, bullpen arms, Aaron Doan, <laughs> with Otani. Bro, come on. Stay consistent. A few years ago, you said 94. And then I think this year, you said like 91. And now you said 85? Okay, maybe no I was dreaming. I, I mean, honestly, personally, for the Angels, I say around 91. Personally, I mean, the Yankees had almost the same exact team that the Angels had. In 2017, we had we added a guy like Starting Castro, Aaron Judge. We thought he was going to be a nobody because in 2016 he sucked. Starting Castro. That, that reminds me of, of Joe Adele. They have Mike Trout. Did you just say yeah. Starling Castro reminds you of Joe Adele? No, no, no. I said we added a guy like Starling Castro, which is almost like Rendon, except our Rendon's better. They mm-hmm. have Simmons. They have a guy like Fletcher and Lestella, which had a crazy year until he got hurt. Then Aaron Judge, everyone thought he was going to be a nobody because in 2016, when he played a few games, he sucked. Turned into a superstar. And that reminds me of Joe Adele. I feel like he's going to become he's a superstar. Joe Adele is going to be a superstar in the MLB. They have, my, they have Mike Trout in the outfield. They have, now they have Jock Peterson. You know, I think... Uh-huh. They basically just filled uh, Cole Calhoun's spot. I think the only weakness is going to be the pitching. And yeah, I don't think their pitching is that bad. I don't think that they're that bad. They have a lot of underrated guys. They have a guy like Tehran. They have a they have bullpen arms like Middleton, which he isn't even that bad of a Who? bullpen arm. Chris uh, Middleton. Isn't that a basketball player? Chris, no, Keenan. Keenan. Yeah, yeah, I need that. I need that. I need that. Yeah, yeah. Keenan Middleton, Hansel, Ansel Robles. I'm going to an Angel game later this season. It's the Angels' home opener. And we're just going solely so that we can boo the Astros. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, funny. So we'll get to root for um, Peterson and stuff while we're there. So the Yankees, you know, obviously have high, high, high expectations with pretty much losing absolutely nobody. And adding. And just adding Gary Cole which will add on to the wind of our 103-win season. I think the Yankees are going to win around 107, 108 games. I don't know, you guys. This you season. guys lost a great I bird. Say more. You know, I, I, I think more. 107, 108 games, you know, maybe maybe even more. Uh, let's try to I beat say, that 100. I say right around 110. 
Okay, so hot take. Do you guys think that the Angel that this year's Yankee team is gonna pass whatever year's Mariner team? Um, I no, I don't see it. I don't think it. I don't think it will happen. I think there's definitely a chance that it will happen or it could uh-huh. happen. I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think. I think it's maybe about like an eighty-five percent chance of not gonna happen with that fifteen that might happen. You know, I think they have a team to possibly do it, but I think Aaron Judge needs to get back to his 2017 form because the past two seasons, like he's been doing good, like really good. His but yeah, like 2017 Aaron Judge. I don't know the the Yankees lost to Greg Bird. Oh yeah! Oh oh my God, dude! I'm so happy that he's gone, dude. They gave him so many chances, dude. He's finally gone. I'm um, saying so 110 wins. I think that one. I mean, I'm you know. World Series, that's the expectation, is World Series or bust. I, you know, World Series champions with Gary Cole. We have possibly, when healthy, the best starting rotation in baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, and then arguably the best bullpen in baseball. So we have the pitching and the offense. We possibly, arguably, have the best lineup in baseball. We, we we arguably are the best well-rounded team in baseball because we possibly have the number one stuff in all baseball, you know? To be so, honest, I think the Yankees are going to be a team. This year, the Yankees are going to be a team nobody's seen in the next 20 years. But, like, this is why I think that, like, this could be a start of a dynasty mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. – they're not already a dynasty? It's not. We, it's not a dynasty until you win a World Series. You know, you they know, have 27. Like, yeah, but like a dynasty, like, like like a team dynasty, not a franchise, a team. Like they the 20s? In 10 years, you know, like like the 40s, when we won like five in the a row. The 20s? You know? With like yeah. the 27 no, not the 20s. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. The 40s when they won. Yeah, they won five in a row. Yeah. Okay. Um, But like, you know, World Series champs. Top of the AL East again, you know. Mm-hmm. So my team, my team is the Los Angeles Dodgers of Los Angeles. <laughs> um, so you know, obviously, praying, praying to all everything that this bet deal goes through. At this point, I really, honestly, don't care. Give them Jeter Downs. Give them Josiah Gray. Give them whatever. Because that lineup would be absolutely stacked, having Turner, Bellinger. I mean, just imagine that outfield, having like, um, having Betts, Bellinger. Betts, Bellinger, and then like Taylor or whoever they cycle out in right field, yeah. or I mean in left field. Just that could arguably be the best lineup in baseball. Quite arguably know? the most well-rounded team in baseball, and um, arguably, yeah. and their rotation, assuming Price comes, is, you know. David Price, Clayton Kershaw, Walker Bueller, Walker Bueller. Dustin May. Mm-hmm. And then again, they probably arguably have the best rotation of baseball when healthy. And I expect, I expect not this season, but next season, that um, that Josiah Gray will come up. Mm-hmm. He, I think the only thing about the, about the Dodgers is their bullpen. Yes, I agree. But with Blake Trinan, I mean, Blake Trinan was a good addition. Yeah, but you can't just have a back-end bullpen. You can't just have Jansen and Trinan. Like, like that, 
that won't work because the Yankees tried to in the tens, the early tens, the 2011, 2012, when we had Boone Logan, David Robinson, and Mo. It didn't work. Well, I mean, what I was thinking right now is ideally, ideally, your bullpen situation for the Dodgers is have your starter go five, six, seven innings. Let's just say you have your starter go six, have like a guy like Joe Kelly come in and do seven and eight, and then have Jansen or Trinan in for nine. Or I don't, I don't know what Trinan's role is going to be. Whether he's going to be like a closer or a setup man. But the thing about that is that, like, um, you can't rely on them starting pitching going 6 7. Mm-hmm. Because baseball nowadays, like, like the moment you get into trouble in a close game, a 3 1 ball game, 3 2 ball game, it doesn't matter about the win. They're going to take you out 4 and 1 third, 4 and 2 thirds. Yeah. Like, the moment you get into trouble. Which, personally, I hate how managers do that. But fortunately, that ha- that's how baseball is nowadays. Mm-hmm. What you need is a 5 through 9 guys. And that's what. The Yankees have. That's why people say that they have the, uh, the best bullpen. Because, you know, even five years ago, it used to be, oh, all you need is, like, three guys, you know, a three-headed monster. But now, unfortunately, unfortunately, it's not like that, you know. So, I just think the Dodgers' bullpen is, is the only thing yeah. that they need. David Price, Walker Bueller, Clayton Kershaw, Destin May, and then, like, Alex Wood. See, that's not a bad rotation, you know. That's not bad. Uh, about it's a very lefty, heavy rotation. Everybody except Price and Kershaw. Oh that's yeah, I saw that. I saw that on um. I there was a post on Twitter. There, I mean, I didn't even think about it. They arguably they might have four lefties in their starting rotation, which is not good at all in baseball nowadays. I think I think a really dark horse pick that could be really good in their bullpen is um Jimmy Nelson. <laughs> I mean, you know, he was I gotta good. be done in like a minute or else. My okay, so any any last thoughts? Um, nope. but World Julia. Series prediction. I've got. I'm gonna just stick to what my gut says. I'm gonna go Braves. Yankees. Wow. What you say, Braves Yankees? Yeah. All right, Anthony. You know, Personally, I want a Yankee Dodger World Series just so, you know, as a West Coast Yankee fan, I want the whole California to focus on yeah. a World of a Yankee Dodger World Series. Just like old times. Exactly. But if you really ask me, like, if you like, like if you ask me right now, I'll say Yankee Dodgers because that's what I want. But like, you what's really your ask, legitimate prediction? If you really ask me, I want – it's either going to be – Yankees Dodgers or Yankees and whoever wins the NL East. Yankees oh. Braves, Yankees Phillies, Yankees. Whoever wins the NL East, I think is gonna make it all the way to the World Series. Okay, so mine, I'm gonna have to go with Colazo on this one. I'm gonna have to say Yankees beat the Dodgers in seven games. I think it's a really hard fought series, but like we were talking about, I really think it will come down to bullpen and. The Dodgers bullpen sucks, so I think I think it will come down to that, and the, they'll just get the best of them. I think if but they the can, is, what what gives you hope is that that's what people in the ALCS this year. Now, mm-hmm. of course, with the speculation of the buzzers, that might have changed things. Mm-hmm. But people thought it was going to come down to bullpen, and they asked those 
pretty much dominated us at Yankee Stadium, winning two out of three. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, so, you know, anything could happen in baseball. Like, yeah, it's it's so it's such an unpredictable sport. The moment two teams step on the field, you never know what's going to happen. That's true. So, okay. Yeah. Wrapping well, it up here. That was a nice uh, up episode one. Good. Thank you guys for listening. Up um, episode one. Bye. Uh, thank you everybody for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. See ya. Adios.